Welcome to Vince's last drink. My name is Vince Hero, and my last drink was yesterday. Fuck me, I just listened to the last episode, and that was uncomfortable. Jesus, what a sloppy mess of a man. Did you hear how I ended it? I My body seized up with, with cringe. I said, tomorrow's going to be better, and you can too. Well, I got news for you. For me, today was tomorrow, and today was fucked. That was always a really scary thought for me. Like, the idea of the party coming to an end and and not having that crutch of knowing that in the morning when you feel like shit that there's going to be something reliable at the end of the day that you can go to in the fridge and it's going to make you feel better. So today I've endured that shit and it was fucked as predicted. But uh, here I am reporting from the other side of day one. So I thought... I'd let you know what I experienced, and I'll let you know what the fuck I did to get through. I'm hoping this is the worst day. I'm hoping this is as hard as it gets. And I'm hoping that every day that you go beyond day one just gives you that little bit of extra strength and momentum to keep going. You give yourself a streak, and that's a streak that you don't want to break. Hopefully. Now, what I experienced was about six different phases of fucked. Phase one began very early in the morning. I woke up at 7.20. I basically quit life straight away and I went back to sleep. And I woke up at about 10, straight into phase two, which is, uh, for me, grief. And I think grief is is going to be recurring and it's going to be ongoing. But basically it's coming to terms and saying goodbye to the crutch that would normally get you motivated to get out of bed in the morning. morning. It's that reassuring and, and reliable thought that lurking somewhere there in the fridge later in the day will be something that's going to make you feel better. And, uh, Fuck. I had to say goodbye to that thought probably 30 or 40 times today. That's a tough one. So, fuck. If you figure out a way to put that thought to bed, you need to let me know. Phase two was grief. Phase three uh, hit me about 11 a.m. And this was this is when you get, you know, this is the crackhead phase. Um, this is when the, the shakes set in, um, this is when the central nervous system sort of gets involved and you start getting a little twitchy, um, you feel the urge to rock back and forward a little bit, it is extremely unpleasant and from the outside must look incredibly strange. It made me feel very grateful that I was on my own because I remember having to hide some of these crackhead uh, behaviors and 
Um, fuck me, I was glad I was alone today. So the crackhead phase, again, is kind of going to be a little, it's going to recur throughout the day and maybe into tomorrow, I don't know. But around 1.30, I started to transition from the crackhead phase into the the sweats. And um, this is a very, this is a key phase, I think, because, you know, People will say that when you sweat, that's your body trying to excrete the toxins or what have you. But for alcoholics, I think we know that there's another reason that we're sweating. This is around 2 p.m. And I think you start sweating because your body knows that game time is coming up. For people like me, on a weekend, 3 p.m. is... That's, that's when you go to the fridge. So I think my body sweated extra knowing that that fridge option wasn't going to be there today. Phase 5 for me was extremely unpleasant. Phase 5 was fury. Now, if you experience fury like I experienced fury, I recommend being nowhere near a supermarket. Stay away from the shops. I made the mistake of trying to get out of the house I thought, I'll go get some uh, some non-alcoholic beer. You know, I'll satisfy the ritual craving that is going to the fridge and picking up a beverage. So I find the non-alcoholic beer. That's fine. I go to the uh, self-checkout. It doesn't scan. I'm then um, advised by a seven-year-old in a Coles uh, uniform that I need to try again. I try again. It doesn't scan. She comes over. She tries to scan it. It doesn't scan. But then she turns and asks me, she says, did you pick this up in Liquorland? Like, it took me a second to process that question. Um, But I couldn't break eye contact. I just stared at her, sort of bewildered and, and confused. And all I could say was no. But I held the eye contact there. I wanted it really to just set in. So she goes back. She mashes the buttons. Fucks around a bit. She tries to scan it again. It doesn't scan. And she asked me again, like, are you sure you didn't pick this up in, in Liquorland? And where, here's where I fucked up. Because what I said was, you know, do you think I'm stupid? But what I really should have done is just roll with it and gone with her energy, you know, and just been like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. I uh, sometimes I I purchase items and then I take them to the supermarket and I I try and scan them and I try and pay for them twice as my way of giving back. And um, you've caught me. So I'll just take my alcoholic. I would have saved seven dollars fifty on a shit beer that tasted like nothing, by the way. Didn't taste... It tasted like... It just tasted like nothing. It tasted like a fucking cardboard coaster. I would have had more enjoyment chewing a cardboard coaster in the hope that there would have been some moisture in it that would have delivered an ounce of alcohol that would have created any kind of good time as opposed to what I experienced this afternoon 
drinking that fucking garbage. Uh, so I, I took my four shit non-alcoholic beers and I, I rode them on into phase six. Which, uh, if you can't hear in the sound of my voice, is surrender and lethargy. But I, I did think of a tip here. Um, it's not that so much I thought of it. It just it just occurred to me organically. I uh, I realized that I've basically been drinking about three and a half thousand calories a day for the last year, which is a lot. So, what I recommend as you uh, enter the surrender slash lethargy phase is save your calories for this point. Because you think about what you can do with three and a half thousand calories. That for me was something to look forward to a little bit. Eat shit is what I'm saying. Eat fucking shit. What is your what is your pleasure? Are you a pizza person? Are you a you know a burger hungry jacks? Whatever shit food it is. You're going to sedate yourself with it. You're going to order way too much of it. And you're basically going to eat it until you feel horrible. Horrible. And that's going to suck. But when you wake up tomorrow, it's going to suck less than if you drank again. So... The message is pretty simple. Fucking do what you gotta do. Just do what the fuck you gotta do. I had to think about it and there's three things that I've either done or I would do in the future to make today have been easier. Um, I read this. I haven't practiced it yet. But it makes sense. And that is... Get out of your own head. Get the fuck out of your own head. If you have a nana, go and see the bitch. If you like kids and your friends have got kids, go play with the fucking kids. Do something for someone else. I don't have a nana. I don't have friends. I'm going to buy a fucking kitten. All right? And that's weird, but here's the point. You're a fucking narcissist, and you know it. You're selfish, and it might not be your fault. It might just be the way that you're wired, but you are. And that's why you've been drinking, and that's why you think that it's okay that you've been drinking for so long. But here's what you don't realize, and here's the loophole. If you introduce some responsibility, okay, something that depends on you, something that you have to take care of, It'll make you feel better. I don't know why, but that's the loophole. You see, you're, you're still, you still kind of get to be a narcissistic cunt, but you will feel better. Like, your life will actually have some meaning to it. Uh, and the, the bonus is that people will think you're, you know, you're being awesome and selfless, which also feels really good. So... Introduce some responsibility. Find something to take care of. Find something that depends on you. Second tip, 
This is a real easy one. Came very naturally to me. Um, this podcast is a part of it. Tip number two is complain at every turn. Be vocal. You really want everyone to know your suffering. Okay, even though you fucking did it to yourself. We all know that. But you want to use the word struggle a lot. You want to use the word my, my battle, you know. Refer to alcoholism as a disease. What you want to try and do is turn this sort of horseshit language into a narrative or imagine a whirlwind that surrounds you. And that whirlwind is going to extract as much sympathy as possible. And you can use that to manipulate people. Very important. And the third thing, I think I already said this, do what the fuck is necessary. Short of substances or hurting or assaulting anyone, engage in whatever the fuck impulse you have to to get through the fucking day. Pace the room. Rock back and forward. Masturbate furiously. I drank fucking alcohol-free beer and I ate an entire fucking Christmas cake. I'm not proud of it. I'm not building new habits here. Neither are you. We're just doing what the fuck we got to do to get through day one. Right. That's it. I'm going to go and enter into whatever the fuck phase seven is before bed. And uh, I'll let you know how it is on the other side. All right. Love you. Have a little-